taken blue, painted in mercy's you. I don't see past this, but you see me now. Who I'll be then? There at the end, standing there as your masterpiece. You shape me the sun. me, you move it where I can't see. And all I am is in your hands. You're taking me all apart like you was your plan. From the start to finish your work of art for all to see. You're making a masterpiece. You're making a masterpiece. Even though I'm hurting, I'll let you keep working. You're making a
Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries and Revolution One, Revolution Dove One Radio, a double ministry. This is my podcast. I do a teaching once a week. This is Friday, so this is my day of rest, but I'm still doing a video. Um, I do weekly news edits every so often. I'm doing one right now. I'm going to read a word from the Master's. You made them rule over the works of their hands. You put everything under their feet. Psalms 8, 6. This is talking about the master. So, Yahuwah, God created, creation is beautiful and astounding. But he put extra special effort into making humanity. Not only are we created with beauty and intensity, but we also have been made, been given the status of being special because we are one. We are the ones that have been made in Yahuwah's image, or God's image. Part of the natural reveal, nature reveals something of Yahuwah or God, and we are the principle or pinnacle of this revelation displayed perfectly through Yeshua or Jesus. If you are feeling insignificant or weak this morning, remind yourself that Yahuwah or God has chosen to show himself through you. Now, that is a significant job. How can you thank for God, for Yahuwah, for choosing or God, choosing to reveal himself through you? How can you be bold in faith today, knowing that Yahuwah or God has created you with an important purpose in mind? So, thank those three questions for today. And that is our scripture reading that will go with what I'm getting ready to tell. I've done a whole week's worth of Biden. There goes my dog. Sorry. My Biden Biden readings. Something come up today that's interesting. I want you to listen to it. And this is from Fox Nation. Shane Purnell. Witnessing Biden bending the knee to Taliban. It's so crushing. Purnell slams Biden's blunder, including closing down the bag. Garma Air Force Base and evacuating troops before citizens. Okay. Does President Biden clumsily approach, approach to withdraw troops of Afghanistan resulting in a fatal consequence? Is a blunder re, 
retired Army Infantry Captain Shane Purnell told the Dan Bogabon jogging show never thought he'd witness. Purnell, it's a crush. It's crushing because I think that making it even more tragic is that all of this was preventable. So think about what's going on right now. This was preventable. This is what the military is saying. And obviously, you know, you and I have talked. I think after having been in combat in Afghanistan for 20 years, I just turned 40 in July. So we've been at war for half of my life. It's the only profession that I've ever really known. And obviously, it was time to go, but not this way. He goes on to say, Joe Biden has just bungled this from the very beginning. One tragic blunder after the next, from closing down the Borgama Air Force Base, talking to our military, taking our military out before evacuating all citizens to portray those very citizens and our allies. I mean, right now, we're poised to leave thousands of Americans behind, surrounded by Taliban, and the fact that Biden administration for the last week has gone up to the podium and had the galls to tell the people that we know those Americans didn't really want to leave bad enough away anyway. It is just, I have thought that is my entire life that I have seen the American president, Democrat or Republican, been a need to the Taliban. It's so crushing. I've lost over 70, uh, 47, 45 years of my friends in these countries, and now you know the heck was it all for. I know a lot of veterans are thinking that you know, and this is why is this leader in this country and we send Americans' sons and daughters into war, and they are our most precious natural resource. We have a moral obligation to win the, those wars and make sure that our mission is clear and victory. Clear and victory is clearly defined because otherwise you end up in a situation like, like this where we had entitled generation, an entire generation who served after 9-11 wondering what the heck it was all for and this was a this was a former military man called Pergale. um this was what he was talking about the blunder and he is dealing with the biden administration on this and he works in the pentagon directly and he's saying it was a blunder wow amazing that you would have a military man saying this is a blunder and he worked 40 some years in Afghanistan. Well, let me explain why I'm talking the way I'm talking about Biden. My brother David went into the military, okay, army. He was killed in 2005, just five years after the trade centers. I've got to see my brother one more time and his words left an impression on my mind. The impression, he said, I may not make it back. He didn't. We ended up burying him beside my father, who died in 97. He followed in the footsteps, and my middle brother followed in the footsteps of my father. And I made a little prophecy. I said one would live, one would die. One would get notoriety and fame, and the other would fall by the wayside. 
my baby brother died at 20 years old in Iraq and Afghanistan. He fought most. It was the same group, the Taliban and ISIS, that made took a Russian MiG bomb, improvised it with a phone, and blew up his Abrams tank. He had no chance. The young gentleman with him was saved. He witnessed him. He was a reverend and also special forces, and he had plans of becoming a forensic investigator. Never made it. His dreams were cut short. I'm sitting here looking at a president that is saying American lives don't matter. The bloodshed for this country doesn't matter. He's got blood on his hands. 80,000 plus people, whether it be people that were allies to Americans themselves, are being left behind. It's taken people like you and me to get them out. We'll have to make donations to get them out. UNICEF is trying to get them out. Other countries are volunteering. Meanwhile, we have administration that don't give a rat's a rat's problem, should I say? I'm not going to cuss, but I'm very aggravated. We had uh, one of the pictures last night that is a veteran that got very outspoken. He said he wasn't going to make any comments about his feelings, but I could see Timo getting very emotional. But I'm going to tell you here, yes, I'm commentating right now. I'm stating fact. I don't like what I see. I've lost many relatives that were veterans. And it's shameful and appalling. Not only that, friends, in the World Trade Center itself. I've had a lot of sackcloth moments in my life. But one thing I won't deny is my Savior. It's something I live by. It's something I live with. But... To see a president sitting on his tertiary doing nothing. And then he tries to answer a question and gets blown away because somebody from Fox News, he can't answer it. I, I, I don't want to say. I really don't. At this point, I can tell you that he has no love in his heart for anyone. He's the same man that wants to bring in forced mandated vaccinations on everyone. No matter where it's COVID or what, everybody has to have it. I refuse. Because I know some of the things they're using, like Pfizer, is dangerous. I worked in the medical industry. I'm still part of the medical industry. And I've studied enough on these vaccines to know that they're not reliable. Moderna is fine. It doesn't hurt anybody. But most of these other vaccines, they make with fetal tissue. They emit it. And they're fortunate. I'm not going to take a vaccine. I refuse. It's something I don't want to deal with. Um, it's not something that I wish on anybody. No, don't get me that. But I won't do it. Now, I'm going to go back to the news cycle. Here's one on Pelosi. We get another verse here. I do a lot of Fox Nation, but I also have other sources. Um, 
We take a little bit of time here. Go to this here. Step by step. I'll read this. It says, Adonai make firm the steps of one who delights in him. And that's Psalms 37, 23. It says, if you ever take the hand of a toddler, you know that they are relying on you for their balance. If they stumble, you can easily study them. The simple act of holding a hand means that you and the child have confidence that they won't fall flat on their face. The same way, when we commit our way to Adonai, our Lord, we are essentially placing our hands in His. He delights in the fact that we are walking with Him, even in the, in the times when we stumble. And He's signing on in here. He will steady your path and give you confidence to keep walking. The question for today is, do you find it difficult to invite Yeshua to take your hand and stand beside you each day? Do you understand what it means for him to keep your, your steps firm and keep you from falling? Okay. So there's our second literature. Now, I'm going to talk about McCarthy and Pelosi. McCarthy says Pelosi must call lawmakers back to D.C., America in unacceptable position. McCarthy says Afghanistan collapse opens borders, leaving Americans less safe. Oops. Oh, let's see what it says. Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California on Fox News Friday, demanded House Speaker Nancy Pelosi call the House back into session following the terrorist attacks in Afghanistan that killed 13 U.S. service members. So here we go. What I was talking about, I said it would happen. McCarthy called for lawmakers to vote on a bill to block the withdrawal of troops, U.S. troops, until the Americans are evacuated from the country. Kevin McCarthy, not only are we less safe, but we are also less safe in America today. As you reported, you opened our borders long before the collapse in Afghanistan. We have been watching people on the terrorist watch list coming across the borders from Yemen. Not on the same day either. What's going to happen now where we're watching ISIS growing again in Afghanistan when 5,000 prisoners were released from Afghanistan when they now know where they can come to America. We're less than three weeks from an anniversary of 9-11. And this administration has put America in a position, here we go, what I'm saying, that is unacceptable. Nancy Pelosi needs to bring us back into session, bring up this bill, move the deadline, and make sure every single American is able to leave Afghanistan. So there you go. I'm not going to do the recording. So this is the first part uh, of... Two sessions. You got one on Pelosi and one on McCarthy. Interesting. The other one is dealing with Biden. Um, let me see. Here's another one. Uh, California Representative I Issa rescues two more. Let's see. California Representative Issa rescues two more families trapped in Afghanistan, making six families total. Another five families from the Cajun Valley School District remains in the country. And they show video 
Um, it's basically talking about this guy from San Diego that's a Republican volunteered to help go get these people out. And they're, they're, they're trying to, it's taken so long to get things through. It says Republican Gerald Issa, Republican of California, on Friday announced the rescue of two additional San Diego families who were stranded in Afghanistan. Amidst the heartbreak of yesterday and the chaos that, ripped, that gripped Afghanistan for weeks, we continue to make extraordinary progress in bringing our people home. Congressman Issa said on Friday's statement, it is an honor to help rescue and reunite families and loved ones, but we still have more work to do. The announcement comes after California Cajun Valley Union School District, which had been working in collaboration with Issa's office in recent days, said Thursday that three San Diego family San Diego, San Diego area families were successfully evacuated from Afghanistan, while another five families, including 14 students and eight parents, remain in the country. Four families are secure in process, and one family is still waiting helping, help, according to the school district spokesman Howard Sheen. The Los Angeles Times first reported on Tuesday that 24 students and 16 parents were stuck in Afghanistan after traveling to the country over the summer. Issa has helped rescue six families in total, and two families rescued on Thursday consist of seven people, including three adults and four children. Bingo. There you go. The uh, Tijon Valley School District on Thursday said that three of the eight families in the school district were stranded in the country has been successfully evacuated. The first four families the congressman office helped leave consistent of seven adults and 16 kids. The exact number of Kajan Valley School District children who are rescued remain unknown, but ESA's office believes most of the, tw of the, of the, of the 20 total children it, it has rescued are enrolled in school within Kajan Valley Union School District. The school district on Thursday said one family, consisting of two adults and five children, returned back to the United States on Wednesday afternoon. Two additional families were confirmed safely out of Afghanistan on Thursday. There are additional five families of Kajan Valley students remaining, 14 students, eight parents. To the best of their knowledge, Sheen told Fox News in a Thursday Thursday statement, this has been a round-o'clock operation and individuals inside of the government and outside of its deserve, deserve our best thanks, Issa said. But more members of our community still need help. The mission is to bring our people home, and we will continue to do so. So there we go with that. Uh, there's several news articles here. Let me look at it. Aha, uh -huh, here we go. McCarthy makes another statement. There will be a day of reckoning for Biden. And this is from The Hill. It says House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy... Uh, Republican, <coughs> pardon me, 
Republican from California declared Friday that there will be a day of reckoning for President Biden following the suicide bombing in Kabul, Afghanistan that killed 13 U.S. service members and dozens of Afghan citizens. However, the majority leader did not say, did not join calls for many of his wreck and file Republicans for condemning or con- for the commander-in-chief to resign to be impeached. Look, I am extremely frustrated with the president. As I said, if you want to be president of the free world, you have to have trust, faith, and confidence in the American public. President Biden lost that yesterday, McCarthy told reporters in a news conference in the Capitol. There will be a day of reckoning, he said, but given Biden's August the 31st deadline to pull out all U.S. troops out of the country, McCarthy said the focus should now be sequentially on bringing Americans safely home out of Afghanistan. Right now, in the next five days, and it's 27th right now, five days, this was posted earlier. Um, everyone responsible should only be focusing on getting the Americans, McCarthy said. When the day passes, you can take up anything to hold accountable for the actions that have been taken, the lies that have been given, misdecisions that put have put Americans in harm's way, and decisions to leave Americans behind. The choice, the answer, he said, should should have never been given by the president. A handful of House Republicans, including those higher office in 2022, called for Biden to resign on Friday. There you go, what I said. Among them are Republican Bill Long and Vicki Hartzell, who are both running for GOP nominee for the state of Missouri, and Republican Lee Zeldin in New York, which is another Republican, who is running as governor. Biden has become a portrait of this chaos, and he stands in standing in America, and the world is forever diminished, Hazler said, wrote in an opt-in Washington Examiner. It is time for him to realize that this and acknowledge that America's recovery, both domestic and across the globe, being with his resignation as president, it is right to do. Biden, however, has not in, no intention of resigning, and Democrats who control the House will not impeach him. So, Speaker Nancy Pelosi also had rebuttal McCarthy's demands. She called the House back into session to address the dire situation in Afghanistan. His re-interminate those called on Friday argued that lawmakers need more opportunity to question top Biden officials about withdrawal and attack on the past legislation by Republican Michael Goldner of Wisconsin, ensuring Americans are not left behind. Speaker Nancy Pelosi needed to call Congress back into session to get a comprehensive classification briefing from the president, from Biden, as administration and the past rep Republican Goldberg bill to prohibit the president from withdrawing our troops until every single American is out of Afghanistan. McCarthy said this isn't the time to be doing nothing. This is a time for decision leadership. 
it is not difficult to call Congress back. In a Pelosi Congress, we can vote by proxy. So McCarthy's calling by vote by proxy on this. Um, pretty much, Biden's got his butt in a sling, basically. And everybody is criticizing him. Oh, are they? Uh, Politico saying it was the worst day for the president to how Kamala Harris is embracing the change in the system. Uh, perfect storm. Uh, talking about Trump, which I'm not going to talk about that because it's a lie. Um, to a lot of other things, but I've made my statement. Um, Biden's got his butt sling, and it's a big sling. And I don't see how he's going to get out of it. Um, not going to do any more reading. I'm going to say, have a wonderful evening. Keep Israel. And Jerusalem in your prayers and keep our nation in your prayers. I'm not going to say keep our current administration in your prayers because he's already bungled most of it up and I don't agree with his policies, nor the Democrats in the Senate or House. So there you go. They're all bunglers. Um, of course, the Father calls them fools when he wants to. Ooh. <laughs> but it is what it is, and we live in days and times that we're getting closer to the father and the son showing up um it is what it is so i love you guys shabbat shalom to you and there'll be another reading tomorrow um, i'm doing a whole series on biden right now and then we'll get into other books and other things that i have written up and we'll have a whole series on that and then i'll cut that series for another one so i love you guys bye